Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up with Tara Christie today, CEO of Banyan Gold. She talks to us about their project up in the Yukon and what they've been up to since we spoke to them last July, would you believe? Uh, seems like drilling was the order of the day in 2020 and it continues to be in 2021, 15,000 meters planned this year with a view to upgrade their resource uh, from the 900,000 ounces that it stands at today. Uh, hopefully followed quickly by a PEA, but we discuss all of the above if you want our thoughts on the conversation, uh, the topics discussed, the company, and indeed Tara herself, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentaries from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. We've got training courses on there. We've got summaries of all the interviews that we've done, just to save you some time, because we know you're busy people. But most importantly of all, we've got a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe environment, full of discussion, uh, intelligent discussion at that. And uh, certainly none of that nasty trolling, judgment or abuse you find elsewhere. If that sounds nice to you and the environment that you want to do your investing, go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Tara, how are you? I'm really well. Thank you very much. Good to see yep. you. Good to see you. So, where, when was it? July. That's a long time. Far too long. You've been busy though. Absolutely. We're super busy. We, uh, you know, had a great 2020. You know, Banyan Gold is focused on our Ormac project up near Mayo Yukon, right beside Victoria Gold. We put out that resource in May of last year of 900,000 ounces. Since then, we've drilled 10,000 meters and we're on track to drill another 15,000 meters in our first phase and already almost 6,000 meters into that today. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we're going to hear all about it in a second, but I better start with some pleasantries. How's life up in the Yukon? Have you been, um, well, one, able to sort of function with regards to the business, but also, you know, socially, you guys moving around a lot yet? So Yukon's fared very well. Um, you know, being a remote jurisdiction, it was deemed by the, the Canadian government that everybody should get vaccinated because the healthcare system is, uh, and there's lots of remote First Nation communities. And um, so, yeah, I think they're over 80% have had their first shot and around 50% have had their second shot. Oh, wow. So fairly well immunized. Um, there's one active case right now and no contacts exposure. So, you know, their life there for people is a lot less restrictive than many places in the world. You know, you could still have dinner and go to a restaurant. And um, and for us, you know, we've been very cautious. We started drilling in June of last year, put all the procedures in place, but we drilled all the way to December 15th. And then we started up again February 15th and, and we're still going now. So, you know, we, we've been very careful because we want to protect our crew. We want to make sure we're able to continue to do our program and, and also protect Yukon communities. So yeah. Um, yeah. Good, it's, good. Been, uh, it's been great. <laughs> it's been a learning. It's been a real learning for all of us. Uh, I'm slightly jealous, jealous of, the, of the dinner element. We've got to sit outside at the moment. I think it's about eight degrees. So we can't sit indoors yet and have dinner. <laughs> At a restaurant, but there we go. Hey, well, look, I mean, you kind of done the one minute summary uh, component there. So let's get stuck into it. So we spoke last um, July. You have been busy. There's been lots going on. I just want to kind of break down some of the things which I've, I've spotted. And if there's anything I missed, let me know. But um, let, let's deal with the Highland project because at the time you said you had some options, you had some thoughts about what you were going to do with it. Have you moved that on or have you conserved uh, your dollars and parked it up? Where, where are you at? 
We've really focused on ORMAC. You know, that resource was $2 an ounce in exploration cost. We think we can continue to deliver ounces there for under $10, but probably $5 to $6 per ounce. So that is huge value for our shareholders. We want to be efficient, use dollars well. And with COVID, staying focused on one project, keeping your people all in one place was the way to do that. We do plan to do a small program at Highland because, you know, it's still in a very exciting project at 0.85, an on-surface heat leach mineable project with 86% recoveries from oxide and, you know, road accessible right near a community, 70 kilometers away. I think that is going to be exciting, especially when we know Victoria Gold at 0.63 has been economic in the Yukon. Um, so it's time's coming. We're going to tee it up for 2022 and really spend this year very focused on ORMAC. Right. Okay. So it's, it's parked up for now, has some value, but to, to, that value is to be determined at some future date. Is that fair enough? That's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, we haven't spoken since uh, last July. And if I'm looking at the share price, pretty much moves sideways, I think is, is uh, fair to say. Um, doesn't seem to be much pace to the project. I mean, what have you been doing? So in June to December of last year, we had one drill going continuously again with COVID. We really wanted to limit the number of people that had exposure. So we had just one drill, 10,000 meters, um, really continuing to build on our geological model. And that's been such a big part of our success was, you know, when we took the property over in 2017, between 2017 and 2019, we spent a lot of time relogging core, putting together our geological model, testing it, getting results. Um, that's really paying off in spades for us now. Um, you know, the 2020 program, we've now extended the airstrip. So it was 1.2 kilometers. We've added another 300 meters and there were 774,000 ounces there. So we know we've added ounces there. Um, and also to the south and the east, it remains open in both directions and at depth. We're not going to chase it to depth right now, partly because we are so excited about what we're finding at Powerline. That was a blind discovery based on our geological model. And if you look at Powerline on our maps, we, it's right beside another area called Oryx Hill, where we have a 10 kilometer squared golden arsenic anomaly. And the work that we did last year, we've shown that that soil anomaly, it also corresponds with some rab drill holes that are about 40 feet feeders deep from historic drilling, where, you know, on average, there's a huge percentage of them that are over 0.2 in many areas where the whole part of the hill is over 0.4, over that 40 meters. So not just a soil anomaly, but the top 40 meters, um, we have these you know, um, drill holes to help us target it. So we went out and drilled there last year and um, putting a road in from Powerline to Oryx Hill. Uh, two, oh, so now we have mineralization over 2.5 kilometers. Normally when you, you know, drill along a road that you put in as an exploration road, you expect maybe 20%. Every single hole hit anomalous mineralization. That far exceeded our expectations. Um, you know, we know at Powerline itself, it, it's a horizontal, um, you know, how it's modeled and we know it's open in all directions and at depth and it's pretty exciting. We found numerous holes with, you know, 20 meters of one gram, uh, 40 meters of one gram, and then the most recent 41 meters of 1.36 right from surface. So, um, and big long intersections again, you know, 122 meters of 0.7, that adds a lot of ounces. So, you know, we set out this year based on that geological model and knowledge starting in mid-February, which, you know, you think of the Yukon and you think of cold, well, we have fabulous infrastructure and we've done the work to get ourselves set up for that. And actually you do less environmental disturbance if you drill 
when it's still snowy and frozen on the ground. So, you know, here we are and it's uh, May 4th and we're already almost 6,000 meters into our drill program, well ahead of, of our counterparts in the area. So exciting, our geological model is, is definitely a big key to our success. And, uh, you know, the 15,000 meters that we're gonna drill this year, we think is gonna set us uh, up for the next phase. Well, well let's, let's talk about that because we did talk last time about the geological model and your sort of confidence around it. And, you know, no dusters, that's really good. Mineralization, not anomalies, mineralization, that's nice. Um, but to what end, okay? Because, you know, people are going to be, the next sets of questions are going to be thrown at you is, right, right, updated resource. When's the PEA coming? How do you define the moment to go on, on all of the above? So have you set yourself a number in mind for the, the upgraded resource number? So I think that a critical number in the Yukon for something to be economic is 2 million ounces. And so that is what we want when we do our next update. We want it to be right in that neck of the woods. Um, why? So Tell me why. Why, why is that the number? Why is 2 million the number? Why not three? Why not two and a half? Well, I think when you look at the economics and, and use Victoria Gold as an example, that's what they had in reserves when they did their feasibility study. They permitted, they, they financed and built it. Um, so I think that gives you enough mine life for an open pit, keep leach mineable project. Um, you know, having the blue sky exploration potential beyond that is great. But I think once you have that number, you can start to do things like a PEA uh, and start to move it forward. We're pretty confident that we're going to get that this year, um, you know, by the fall, um, if not sooner. But, you know, we want to make sure that we actually get there before we do that. But we're doing all the work um, to start to get ready for a PEA. We've started our baseline environmental work, water quality work, which would be needed for permitting the project. Um, you know, what we're seeing is, is really quite exciting. So, um, you know, investors can expect that we're going to have news flow every couple of weeks. We're getting, we've already got our first results back from 2021. Lab turnaround time is much better. Uh, and then once we update that resource, then we start to, to initiate the PEA. Uh, that would really be the next phase. Okay, that, that's, so that's interesting. So potentially the full for updated resource. The PEA, in terms of process up there, given what you, some of the things you're putting in place now, maybe EIA activity, how long does that take? Well, it, okay. how long it takes often is how much you want to spend on it. Um, you know, you can do things very quickly often. You know, we have a lot of resources because we have a directly comparable project right down the road. Um, and there's been, and that's very modern, um, you know, started the construction in 2018 and just completed. So there'll be a lot of fairly up-to-date cost information that could be used in parallel to, to what, what we have. You know, we look very similar, same age of mineralization, likely the same low strip ratio, open pit heat leach mineable project. We have all the fabulous infrastructure, um, which actually gives us an advantage over where Victoria Gold was. And you probably noticed the Yukon government's committed to actually fix the road and, and put $63 million, probably starting next year, into the highway from Mayo to, to service Alexco, Victoria Gold, and us. And it's great having two mines as neighbors. And they just upgraded the power line. Uh, it's twice the capacity now, goes right across our property. And, and the, you know, they're taking down the old one, but it was just energized in January. So that's a great feature. And, and even having cell phone service on our property, that all will reduce the long-term capital cost. Um, and that'll all help in a PEA when uh, when that time comes around. For, for sure. Um, it was all very exciting, but remind me again, you know, what you set out to achieve, because we'll put the link to the business plan as you stated last year, but 
Victoria Gold are over 8% shareholder here. They're, they're around the corner. That's the parallels that you're drawing here all the time. And what's, what's the end game for you again? Remind me. Well, you know, I, the easy option would be for one of my three um, mine builder shareholders, either Victoria Gold, Alexco or Cisco Development. You know, they all know the value of open pit heap leach mining project. But that's why that 2 million number, I think, is so important, because that's what really makes this a standalone project, not just an add-on to one of those companies. And, and that's really where we're going to get value for shareholders. And I'm a big shareholder. Um, you know, if you look back in the financings last year, I put in, you know, twice my salary into the financings because it's how confident I am uh, in what we have in the model. Um, not very many other CEOs can say they've, they've done that in a single year. So uh, I think we're really well positioned for 2021 and, you know, and, and I'm not a gambler. So I'm, I'm, you know, looking at our model, looking at our team, uh, the geology and, and basing my investment on that. Right. Yeah. Now, I remember that there was over 6% of the, of the company at the, the time. Um, you've raised a little bit of money. So just on the money side of things, actually, you've raised a little bit more money since we spoke, another two and a half million. Are you good for cash at the moment? We are, yeah. So we started the year with 5.8 million. We've allocated 4.5 for exploration, and, and we're already well into that that program this year for that 15,000 meters. Um, so that'll leave us a little bit of cash left to either, you know, increase our our uh, exploration program or cover all our GNA well into next year and, and still have a little bit for exploration and a little bit for Highland. So, you know, we raised that uh, that money at Christmas or right between Christmas and New Year's at 28 cents and 32 and a half. So, um, um, you know, considerably higher than our current share price. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, again, I want to come back to that because it's like you've, you've been setting the scene You've been laying down the groundwork. I, I get, I totally get that. And you've got the cash to be able to deliver 15,000 meters this year, which is good news. Um, but you haven't been talking to the market much. You don't, you've been like, I don't know, waiting for, I don't know what. Uh, but now, what, what's, what does it look like for you going for? Because I don't want to be one of those companies where you're putting a drill result every two weeks because it's like, uh, g- give me some view, some sense of what that means in terms of your strategy for delivering the end game here for you. That, are we going to see more of you? Absolutely. Yeah, we've been a little bit quiet and I, I think a lot of mining companies have been quiet for a little bit in the market. The, the retail market just hasn't been there to, to you know, really justify spending huge amounts of dollars marketing. Uh, we also wanted to come back with results. We put out that fabulous uh, press release this week on our metallurgy, you know, 90% leachable gold from oxide and sulfide. That's fabulous. There's no difference between it. The gold is actually likely free gold. That really will make a difference. Victoria Gold's life of mine, life of mine recovery is 74%. So 90 and 89% are, are pretty, um, you know, that actually, that well exceeded our expectations. And I'm, I'm a little surprised the market, you know, hasn't picked up on that. But I do think I have to get out and tell people about it and show them the geological potential. You know, we're going to be, um, you know, making sure that our drill results are available so people can start to look at what uh, we have themselves. We're going to update the 3D models on our website so people can see how much, how significantly both Airstrip and Powerline have grown and are growing. Um, you know, it, it's actually a pretty incredible story. I, you know, we were talking with the uh, the guys who did the metallurgy and, and they were actually really surprised that this was some of the best leaching material that they had uh, come across. And they're heap leach experts. So I put pretty high credibility into that. Oh, no, the, the, the recovery rates are exceptional. There's no doubt about that. But it, it, there was not a flicker in the market 
uh, with regards to that story, do you think you need to have a think about how you tell a low-grade story in the marketplace? Because there, there are the, you know, you know, there's the equinoxes of, of this world and, you know, they've been buying companies left, right and centre and they get some attention, but the names associated with that are quite powerful individuals, yep. right? The stories which did well last year and even the beginning of this year are the ones with the high grade, high, you know, the, the high grade headlines, not necessarily good companies or good assets that matter, but they got the attention, right? And it, and that was in the storytelling, the narrative, the promotion, the the momentum in the market generally for gold. So are you, have you prepared yourself for telling this story, a bulk story in the Yukon to try and stand out, try and get noticed, what are you going to say? Uh, absolutely. And, you know, that's talking to you is, is part of the start of that. We do have a strategy here uh, to get out and tell the story and, and the story to some key people, because that is part of it is really getting like we've got our first institutions into Banyan. Um, there are some key people that I think are starting to take notice of Banyan. And that's absolutely what I, I think the next phase is for us. So you'll definitely see more of us and getting the story out and, and just really, um, you know, if you look at last year, when we put out the resource, um, it was a little quiet for a little bit until we really put the gas on uh, talking to the right people, not just, you know, marketing, because we're pretty careful in how we spend our marketing dollars and very strategic. So absolutely, we have a very well-developed strategy. We're going to get out and execute it here um, over the next few months. And that'll be really helped with ongoing drill results every two to three weeks. Uh, that metallurgy sets the stage for us very well. Uh, and as Victoria Gold gains momentum and continues to put out good news, that also helps us. Uh, along with our, our other cheerleader and, and neighbour, Alexico, certainly a, a uh, uh, lots of news to come from us. Yeah, I, mean, so I think there's some good names associated with it, um, for sure. And there's some good optionality as a result of that for, further down the line, potentially. But I'm just thinking about the way that you, you come to market, because um, the resource is the next big meaningful thing. The drill results will come. And people will expect more of the same. You're hitting mineralization with every hole. It'll be more of the same. It's a question of, uh, you know, getting a getting a view on how much metal there is in, in the ground, right? That's that's the job you're going to do. Are you are you tempted at all to rush to market with a lower than two million ounce resource upgrade just to give people a sense of something's happening, and then maybe a, an update later on at, 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 a, at a future date, just, just in terms of like. The way that companies, some companies, you know, play the market, they've got to, they've got to talk to the market a certain way. You've gone about doing it the right way, geologically and robust, and planning and setting the scene. But there's also a bit of you've got to be cute with the market, don't you? <laughs> well, we want to stay credible. You know, we've got we we believe we've got the real thing. You know, we're we're focused on our geology, doing it right. Um, so, you know, if we think that there's value in updating the resource before we reach 2 million ounces, we'll consider it. Uh, I think we're, you know, we're, we're stepping out on a hundred meters spacing grid. Uh, that's pretty big spacing. When you look at how consistent the mineralization is and, you know, run the numbers on it, um, you know, how much drilling do you think we're going to need to get to 2 million ounces? Well, I, I think we're going to get pretty close just with what we've got planned now. So, you know, hang on, be a little patient. Uh, we've delivered on what we said we were going to do before, and we're going to do that again. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm more confident now that we're going to deliver on it uh, than I was 
you know, even before Christmas. Okay. I think that's all we can ask. If you, if you keep doing what you say you're going to do, I'm good with that. Um, I am looking to this 2 million ounce number, though, because I think that's the point at which big decisions get made as to how you play this. If you go back to market and raise more money at the size of that raise, that would be interesting to me. But look, for now, Tara, thank you very much for coming back on. It was way, way too long. I hope to see you a lot sooner than uh, this, this next time. Um, keep up the good work. Thank you. And I'll be back because uh, we've got a great story to tell. So um, expect to hear from me soon. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.